button this time so I got confused <laughs> well I don't know what you see I'm always like the one that controls the zoom <laughs> so like I don't know what it's like being on the other side it just, there's a little recording button in the in the corner yeah okay but I always look at the I think I was looking at the wrong spot so okay. I just kind of I'm like I'll just let her like start it and then I'll make it sound like I was you know <laughs> like I was in it with her at the same time yeah you were totally ready you were on it Yes. So um, I'm Bay. I'm Jay. And this is the part I don't, part get. I don't get. And this is episode 48. Wow, coming up on 50. Here. I know, our baby's almost over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was 40. Or do, I feel like we had this conversation. We had this conversation, I think, when it came to 40. I don't know. I feel like 50 is a good over the hill number. Well, it's because but... 40 is like kind of closer for us now. So we don't want to like be over the Please. hill yet. Speak for yourself, okay? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss you younger than me. <laughs> no, no, I'm just gonna pretend that I'm not 40 when I'm 40. I'm gonna be like, way I'm 39. I guess. <laughs> I'm still 29. I don't know what you're talking about. I know for the fifth time. What? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. You know, like when when they did the 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 social media like 10 years later photos like where they put the 10 years and 10 years next to oh each other. god that was so annoying i have to say definitely chose a photo of me that looked pretty youthful of course like, everybody did everyone older. found like the best possible photo of themselves <laughs> and then they found the worst possible photo of themselves 10 years ago <laughs> a pretty good photo of me 10 years ago but it was definitely dramatic it was like overly dramatic I had a completely different hair color and I was like you know doing like a little model face you know <laughs> yeah you had a different hair color every week <laughs> back then <laughs> and um, it, it kind of went with your mood I think yeah or like how much you wanted to piss off your mom <laughs> <laughs> well my mom always really liked my red hair uh, when I had red hair because she's a redhead um, oh. she is she's very red too I, I was born a blonde, but I always wanted to have brown hair. I always thought that like brown, if I had dark brown hair like yours, I would be, I would just be the coolest thing ever. Um, but now well, you have, now you have like brown-ish hair, right? Like, I don't know. It's what all is bottle. Your... It's the world will never know the real. <laughs> <laughs> it's naturally rainbow. <laughs> um yeah I feel like we all want what we don't have because I'm like I'm like eh I know Dark brown is, is just like mm. yeah so I said last time and let me pull it up too that I like I would update on the monolith situation uh, yeah how many have been pulled up <laughs> and like I predicted there are quite a few I think that the total now but see it's interesting because I was trying to find the most up-to-date um you know like a news article and everything was from like a week ago so there might actually be more um because i was like you know we were talking about it last time that they were popping up pretty fast like you know within days of each other so the two that i talked about was the utah one and romania and then at that same day there was one in southern california so now there is one in north carolina Pittsburgh, Texas, 
the UK, the, um, and in the UK, it's on the Isle of Wight. Uh, there was one in Finland, one in Poland, one in the Ukraine, one in Australia. In two weeks? Uh, yeah, in all in two weeks, yeah. So, and then I know, I'm pretty sure, it's not on this article, but I know that there was definitely one also found in Spain. Um, maybe I accidentally scrolled too far. And I think that there's actually a second one in California as well. So it, it's, it's coming up, man. Like so there's a lot of them. dead guy then. <laughs> no. And there's been, the one in the UK even had written on it, not Banksy. <laughs> well, yeah. We well, were I just, think, oh yeah. Because <laughs> we were discussing how, yes, you know, like it it's, it's kind of. <laughs> maybe he is trying to throw us off. Um, but yeah, so there's several in the United States. I also believe there was one in Canada. Um, so I think that's definitely more than nine. This article, this, I had, there was one article that said nine, but like I said, it's just such a fast moving thing that um, if you look at one article, it won't have the same information as another, but they're all over the world now all over the world there's no way that they're done by the same person there was one i think it was the canadian one um that like they heard sounds coming from it like little beep boop 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 and like uh like like music that sounded like it came from 2001 space odyssey so like it's clearly oh now becoming in the not banksy thing there are definitely people jumping on this train you know like making it kind of funny um, and then you see like some subtle differences, like some of them are really shiny and some of them aren't. And then some of them have like a pointy top and some of them don't. So, so um, I, but I did want to make sure I know that, that you, you were waiting for this information for sure. <laughs> and all of the fans as well yes. needed to know they just were, in case. Now they there can several more. There are at least nine total all around the world, but I believe there's more than that actually. So yeah and i'm sure we'll see even more yeah i think yeah i'm pretty sure there was one in germany and in spain as well but the ones that i listed are for sure um but yeah so mm -hmm. crazy crazy who knows how many there will be well, in a hometown you. near you <laughs> coming coming this holiday so you i'll keep my eyes, the out <laughs> keep my eyes out when i'm driving down the street and see if any you know yeah, it's like looking <laughs> triangular <laughs> figures. <laughs> um, I think it's my turn to go first because you yeah. had that awesome interview. It was so good. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I, I really liked uh, Robert was a very nice guy. He was a really nice guy. You could tell that he was super like be someone that was like really friendly. Yeah. And down to earth, you know, I would like to wait in a line with him. I know. <laughs> you keep, you definitely keep it more entertaining. Yes, um, sure. So my topic, I guess I'll just get into it. So for my next topic, the part that I didn't get was the idea that like colors can be connected to gender, specifically <laughs> like blue for boys and pink for girls. And like, where does that come from? And how can we connect something as like arbitrary as a specific color to like an entire gender and also like why blue and pink there yeah. are so many other colors out there so why these two specifically um yeah um so before i do get started 
I also wanted to say that, you know, sex and gender are two different things um, and they have different meanings. So sex refers more to biology, refers to the set of biological attributes such as like sex organs and then gender refers to the socially constructed rules, behaviors and expressions yeah, like and identities people. Yeah, of people. Yeah. Um, so during my research, it mainly really just broke it up into like boys and girls. I'm assuming this is more like because of culture and historical information and things like that. But I definitely don't want to alienate any of our non-binary listeners out there. I hear you. Um, uh, so this is just, and I haven't forgotten about you. Um, and if anyone wants to comment or give corrections on this topic or add any other perspectives, I totally welcome that. Um, but for most of my research, it was mainly just like the blue for boys and, and pink for girls, um, which I personally do think is kind of silly. Uh, <laughs> That's a little simple. <laughs> I, 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 um, I would say that pink is one of my all-time least favorite colors and you're wearing pink. <laughs> you know, it can be good. But like, as, if I had all the colors, small in the world doses to choose from, small doses. Yeah, it would probably be and, and certain shades. Like you can't. Yes, exactly. You don't want to get too close to like Pepto Bismol or yeah, mm -hmm. you know, shade is important. Absolutely. Yeah. Or bubble gum. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is kind of funny because literally like two weeks ago, I dyed part of my hair pink. So, and I'm saying that's like one of my least favorite colors, but. I guess it just depends on the day. It depends on the day. It, it has since washed out. So you can't I was gonna, see it. I remember seeing it. Yeah, you can't see it. It's gone. <laughs> but um, uh, so, uh, so there's a lot of psychology and scientific study behind color and like how we see color and how it affects and changes our mood and, and our brains. And uh, Colors have been shown to change alpha brain waves. According to EEG and pulse measuring systems, men and women apparently do react differently to colors when they see them oh, and when they look at them. And uh, color, when color is transmitted, transmitted, transmitted from the <laughs> eye to the brain, the brain releases a hormone affecting the emotions that you're having. Uh, oh, should, mind clarity from and. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. What are you going to say? I was saying I should have loaned you my book from my cognition class. It's like one of the few that I kept. <laughs> they talk about that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's interesting because it can, it, so it said that like it can affect your mind clarity and energy levels. And that's so funny that like something, again, that like color would make that big of a difference. And I'm always so interested in like, when you look at like a commercial or a movie or something and you like look at the colors of the rooms or like what the actors and actresses and everyone is wearing and and like the sets and stuff and like even like on an advertising level like what the color of the cereal box is and things like that like like you know because it's all like a marketing ploy and I heard yeah. someone one time say a long time ago when I was in an art class that like if you think about it all fast food restaurants are warm colors in their logos or inside their buildings they're all they all have versions of like red yellow and orange which means um, like get out or like and out. it's like an energetic color it's like a fast paced color but it's also a happy color so it's like you know come on in eat that food and, and get out yeah. of here and i challenge you to think of another fast food restaurant that that's like logo doesn't involve one of those three colors wait what are the colors red yellow and orange are traditionally thought to be warm colors because like well i think of like starbucks but 
I mean, t- right now it's red because of the, you know, Christmas. Yeah, I guess like they're more like, I guess green would be their big logo. But I mean, like, I'm thinking like food, food, not coffee. Oh, okay. Like I wonder, McDonald's, I wonder what green Burger King. Green is supposed to be the most common color to the eye okay. from the research that I've read. It's oh, like the most middle ground color, like it, and it's the most like aesthetically pleasing and calming color, apparently. Wow. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've heard. In yeah, some, that's interesting. In, in like YouTube all fast, videos. <laughs> all the fast food places, like yeah, or like that I'm thinking are like red. I challenge you. Try and find one that doesn't have one Wendy. of those colors. Yeah, and I mean they might have like a blue in there, but then they'll definitely also have like a yellow or an orange or a red. Yeah either in the physical building or like in their logo That's I thought, I I've, I've, I've spent some real time thinking about this <laughs> did you do like a drive-by <laughs> I mean I really thought about that I tried to think of another one like, I, mean, yeah. I mean there might be some that are like on different parts of like the like you know we don't really have any white castles near here yeah. but I think they might have some blue in the logo Long and like, John Silvers and but they don't have yellow too we don't have any um, like in and out burgers near where we are, but what I don't know what their logos are. I, I don't know. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. I didn't think <laughs> they put that much thought into. Oh yeah. I mean, like there are a whole, market. like there's a lot of research behind how color affects you. And like, so like I was saying, like, and how it changes your brain. So in, on an advertising level, like they think about everything, including the color and then they'll test it and see like how people will respond to it too. So it's all, it's kind of subliminal, but you know, like they're really thinking about it. So a lot of my research, I wanted to think of just color basically like, you know, like the, the general standard idea of like, where does the blue for boys and girls and um, pink for girls conversation come from? But for some reason, like most of everything that I was able to find really focused on fashion, like specifically what they wore versus like just generalized ideas about color. So a lot of my topic will be about, will be fashion related. Um, so over a hundred years ago, it was commonplace for children to just wear white. And I thought that that was also surprising because I think of like little kids as being really messy. Um, <laughs> but they said that they would mostly wear white and white dresses. It doesn't matter what gender um, or sex the child was. They would pretty much all look the same. Um, and they would be wearing these white dresses up until basically about the age of six for practical reasons because it was just like easier and um because like they could change the diaper easier and like if it got dirty they could just bleach it and I was like oh okay that makes sense okay so that was pretty common um obviously now that is not the common choice and according to the smithsonian.com the shift towards pink and blue happened very gradually one of the main researchers I found um, is a historian um, from the University of Maryland, Joe Paoletti, and they, uh, I can't remember if it's a, I think Joe is a girl. Um, So decades of research um, done by Paoletti suggests that up until the 1950s, quote, there was no gender color symbolism that held true everywhere. 
end quote. Paoletti says that the standard of pink for a girl and blue for a boy's social norms were really set during the 20th century in the US specifically. And they don't stem from any evolved differences that are between boys and girls or like their favorite color. So it's not like evolutionary. Um, baby books, new baby announcements and cards, gift lists and newspaper articles from the early 1900s um, indicated that pink specifically was most likely associated with boys, um, way more boys than girls. I heard that one time. That and like I had heard it too. And that's what sparked this thought process. This was like, that's so weird. Even that idea is strange to me. It's like, who cares what color? <laughs> um, uh, so for example, a lady's home journal article in 1918 said, quote, the generally except I have to say it in this word, in this, in this tone, because I feel like it's like 1918, you know, and it's ladies home journal. So <laughs> the generally accepted rule is pink for the boys and blue for the girls. The reason is that pink being a more decided and stronger color is more suitable for the boy, while blue is more delicate and dainty is prettier for the girl, end quote. Um, which is, of course, the total opposite of probably what people would assume um, the stereotype would be today. Um, yeah, I think you can't handle the, the <laughs> I know. It's too strong. I know. So um, other sources said that blue was more flattering for blondes and pink for brunettes. So I guess it's it's good that you're wearing pink right now. Um, and it's and a Utah shirt. <laughs> Um, and blue was uh, for blue-eyed babies, pink for brown-eyed babies, um, according to Paoletti, is like what, what they found in the research. Oh, like it, it accents or... Um, I guess, but like, does that really matter? I guess, I guess it does. Um, it's like, it really brings out your eyes, but it's, it's a baby, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's Unless they're an eye model, you know, like. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I used to be, so. <laughs> Or like a hand model, like George from Seinfeld. <laughs> um, oh, that was a good episode. In 1927, Time magazine printed a chart showing sex-appropriate colors for girls and boys according to leading U.S. stores. In Boston, Filene's, you know, told parents to dress boys in pink. So did Best and Company in New York City. Uh, Halls or Hals, I'm not sure, it's like H-A-L-L-E. Um, in Cleveland and Marshall Field in Chicago, also the same thing. So in the 1940s, manufacturers settled um, on pink for girls and blue for boys. So it gradually switched. Yeah. Um, and uh, from what I found, there was really no, no conclusive reason as to why that switched, but it did. Um, the standard uh, color verse for specific gender um, so baby boomers were raised with the wearing of the two colors. And of course, like we can see that, that trend stuck through the next generation. So at some, so a hundred years ago, the stereotype was that pink was for boys and uh, blue was for girls. And then around the forties flipped mm -hmm. and then people started thinking pink for girls, blue for boys. So Paoletti says that due to the women's lib movement, more unisex baby clothes came into style in the late 60s and 70s, um, but pink and blue came back in the mid 80s. And Paoletti thinks that this had something to do with the development of prenatal testing. So like once parents could find out whether they were having a boy or a girl, they could then outfit their nursery with the quote, appropriate color, end quote. Yeah. So manufacturers jumped on that and they 
pushed that fad um, after realizing that affluent parents would buy like a whole new set of baby products once they found out, you know, the gender of the expected child. Um, so it's really all marketing, you know, I mean, oh, like yeah. even like the 10,000 steps, you know, it always yeah. comes down to marketing. I love yeah. it when it comes down to marketing because I it's think it's crazy how much influence they have over. I know it just it's so interesting and it really shows like the fragility of our mind and how, yeah. how unique we really are, you know, yeah. like we are so easily influenced and I just love that. I think that's so interesting. Obviously, it's very problematic, so I don't really love it. <laughs> But I think that it's very, very interesting. I think it's super fascinating that you can be so easily swayed um, yeah. by something as simple as, as like the color of the advertising or something like that, um, like pink versus blue. So as for why today's strict color gender norms set um, in at all, um, uh, Philip Cohen is a sociologist also at the University of Maryland representing, I guess, <laughs> in this research. They're big into the color. Um, Cohen thinks that they are essentially at, out of uh, an outcome of a marketing ploy. And Cohen stated, quote, this happened during a time when mass marketing was appearing. If retailers could convince you that you needed to buy a certain product like blue or pink clothing, it just makes sense from a production or a mass marketing perspective, end quote. So the big question is, of course, like why specifically blue and pink? Out of all the other colors in the world, why has this specific pairing dominated? So yeah. Paley, Pay, I'm gonna say it, Paoletti argued that this may have come from an influence of French fashion. Um, we got both salt and pepper from the French and <laughs> fashion from the French, because that like takes us back to an even older um, topic that uh, about like why do we always like pair salt, salt and pepper? So traditional French culture paired pink with girls and blue with boys. And because France really set the fashion trend in the 20th century that, you know, obviously stuck. Um, so do girls inherently prefer pink and boys inherently prefer blue? Um, no one knows, but this is most likely, uh, most likely has a lot to do with the mix of biology and culture. Um, for right. example, in 2007, a study found evidence that males and females may be sensitive to different regions of the color spectrum, um, but the explanations, and when I say spectrum, I mean like the rainbow, um, uh, red, orange, yellow, you know, Roy, red, 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 and so forth. Um, uh, sorry, red, orange, yellow, uh, green, blue, and violet, and indigo. <laughs> It's hard to think of it without like looking at something. Um, uh, I always like seeing purple instead of violet. I'm like a little bit of a violet of a rebel. It's oh, wow. What a purple rebel. And not <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, but the explanations that have been proposed are still super speculative as to like, if there really is a preference so that there's no, like nothing conclusive at all to say, um, whether girls prefer pink or boys prefer blue and like what that is. But they, I mean, they know that they definitely like um, men and women see color differently and they experience it differently and they have different sensitivities to two different colors. But, you know, like as far as like it being their favorite color, um, you know, or whether they're drawn to that specific color, none of that has been proven yet. So Cohen says that today we differentiate children by gender 
way, way more than we did 150 years ago when babies of either gender were typically outfitted in those white dresses. Um, so that has a lot to do with it too, that, you know, like us identifying and, you know, pointing out like, just by looking at a child having, you know, like people like are really drawn to like, is it a boy or a girl? You know, yeah. like, like Even they, before you have the baby, what are you having? I know. Exactly. Your reveal parties. Exactly. And so oh. the people like need to look, apparently it's almost as though people need to look at a child and instantly know, is it a boy Yeah, or a because, girl? and then they make all these assumptions about them. And mm -hmm. then I, I, I'm pretty sure they've done studies, but like the adjectives that they use to describe them change based on, you know, if their gender. Probably. Absolutely. Like, um, and I mean, like everything is, is in advertising is geared in that way, like children's toys, commercials and things like that. And the language that they use, the colors that they use and the types of terms that they use. Um, I think you and I saw like a side-by-side -side one time on a, like a YouTube video where they were dissecting like, you know, traditional female or feminine toys versus like boys toys yeah. in a commercial and it was like the same or they even put the side by side of the same product and like the way that they changed the advertising for like who they were specifically marketing it to is is a little shocking a little uh, insulting <laughs> yeah so definitely like culture is like pressuring that gender like you know you have to be a girl or a boy yeah, and like, like and and just like that that identity, yeah, for sure. Um, so the recent strengthening of gender color as associations are cultural because we now, um, as a society in the US, um, feel the need to differentiate children so much more by their gender than we did like a hundred years ago. So the debate about how exactly like we got to this point where something as impartial as color, the color pink seems infused with femininity will probably just like continue on and on and on, you know, <laughs> like there's, we don't know the exact answer. Um, so the last and final little bit about this is I, uh, you know, like when gender reveals and blue versus pink goes, <laughs> goes, goes terribly awry. And I just <laughs> wanted to end it, end it on, yeah. on that gender reveal celebrations, as you mentioned before. Um, became super popular about a decade ago and they're continuing to become popular as a way for new parents to learn the sex of their child but also to kind of uh, present that sex of their child or gender of their child in the presence of family and friends and often now on social media yeah. um, so everyone's finding out at the same time um, so simple versions of these celebrations can involve like cutting open a cake and the inside will be like blue or pink, popping balloons or like confetti and stuff like that. But uh, this particular year, as I know, you know, an elaborate plan to reveal a baby's gender went terribly wrong when a quote, smoke generating pyrotechnic device, end quote, ignited a wildfire that burned thousands of acres east of Los Angeles over this year, 2020, of course, it's Labor Day weekend. Um, the device ignited a four foot tall uh, area of grass in El Dorado Ranch Park on September 5th. The family tried to put it out with like water bottles and things like that, um, but then soon quickly realized that they could not get it under control. So they called 911 to report the fire. Um, a firefighter even died in that, in that fire on September 17th while battling the fire in the San Bernardino 
national forests, according to the US Forest Service. So criminal charges, and this is another thing I wanted to know, like, were they actually charged? But everything that I found said that criminal charges were being considered, but at the time they weren't being filed because the fire was still going on. Obviously, since then the fire has gone out, but I couldn't find anything. Um, I just kept on trying like different Google searches and things like that to try and see if I could find more up-to-date information, but um, I, I did not find whether or not they had actually been officially charged. Um, the California fire could, um, uh, they could, the, the uh, excuse me, they said that they could also, they could potentially ask those responsible to reimburse the cost of fighting the fire. Yes. Yeah, um, and they could have criminal charges as, as, uh, as, as big as manslaughter potentially. Um, uh, so those charges could be, could be pretty, pretty serious. But yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of like it, it is net negligent, and I know mm -hmm. they didn't mean to, but their stupidity is what mm -hmm. did that. Absolutely. Um, so at the time, um, the, the arrest, no arrests had been made in the ongoing investigation, and um, it would be up to the district attorney, attorney whether any charges would be filed, um, and possible charges also depend on whether any homes were lost or injuries sustained, but of course we know that, you know, obviously there were injuries. Um, and, and those quote, those responsible for starting fires due to negligence or illegal activity can be held financially responsible and criminally responsible, um, end quote, California fire officials stated. So uh, these celebrations used to be pretty small, but now they're not. And why are they causing forest fires? <laughs> You know, like, I think you need to have kind of like a little bit of an analyzing lens on this issue. And like, what's the reason, of course, social media, you know, it's the rise yeah, of social it's, media. It's all about attention. Like, mm -hmm. like, let's make everything into a big ordeal and a see spectacle. Like yeah. So an associate professor at York College of the City University of New York, um, and this person actually wrote a book on this the really? gen gender reveal parties as mediated events celebrating identity in pink and blue that is carly gaseller's book oh my god i want to read that <laughs> so no is there enough to write like i guess 10 years yeah so carly said that um you know that the rise of social media have really turned some of these gender reveals into more of a spectacle. Yeah, and I bet like people with higher rates of narcissism are more likely to oh, like make that's a big That's probably deal. true. That's probably really true. Um, Carly continued, um, as long as we have something like social media where a gender reveal party is so visible, like you said, like the attention, yeah. it's all about the visual cues and all this performative aspect you're yeah. going to continue to see this. Um, it's a sense of connection, but it's also a sense of that kind of competitive spectacle, says, I'm, I don't know if I'm saying it, but it's G-I-E-S-E-L-E-R, Dr. Gesseller. Um, so yeah. um, it's, you know, that new tradition in popular culture, um, but apparently it's not just this one fire. Um, there was um, a fiery car crash in Australia there were party attendees that were burned by fireworks in another place. And then there was um, at least two um, scorching wildfires. Because of um, gender reveal Because party? of gender reveal parties. <gasps> so there have been multiple what? instances where people have been hurt or specifically fire 
have um, caused Jesus. either damage to property, um, you know, and things like that. What so, happened to just cutting the cake open? Or, I know, or right? Balloon, or um, a bag of sand or whatever it is. And it's interesting. It's like smoke generating pyrotechnic device. I don't know yeah, that about- sounds like an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> I don't know what happened as far as the fiery car crash in Australia, um, what, you know, led up to that, um, as well as the other- um, forest wildfire um but i can only imagine if if they were you know accidents or fire related it was probably something similar to this situation like a pyrotechnic device i think it's one of those things that just like explode and then like the color dust comes out you know kind yeah. of thing or maybe yeah. it's like a firework and like the colored firework comes out but um i mean i've seen them on facebook where someone like you know you know, hits a ball with like a baseball bat yeah, that's and then what like I've the powder it. comes like out. Powder. Yeah. But that doesn't, that's like non, I don't think that's explosive. Yeah, I don't think that's way. explosive. And I've seen the cake. Uh, I think I've seen balloons. I think I saw something on that, one of those TLC shows where they have like a bunch of kids, um, like the six tuplets or one of those. And that they were kind of in the country. And I think they did something where they like shot something. So that might've been similar. So like an unpopulated area kind yeah. of thing. I would but, hope so. Well, yeah, but I I would love to see a gender reveal where the person is like outwardly disappointed <laughs> gender, <laughs> like a, because I'm, I like, have, oh, yeah, I'm so happy. I I have I met some... see, like the outtakes when they're like <laughs> I didn't want you're it. like the sad face person, yeah, or where, like the like they storm off like fuck this. <laughs> that's terrible that's so terrible uh but i bet you that happens though i I'm bet not, you that happens <laughs> but um i felt like the the art of the my topic was just going on and on so i i, I stopped it there but we could <laughs> we could dive so much deeper into like how color affects us and things like that and also like the gender reveal party <laughs> fiascos but i actually know someone who i uh they were like yeah i'm pregnant you know and the, and somebody else was like it's it, you know are you having a boy or a girl and and they were like yeah it's it's a boy i wanted a girl really <laughs> like that was immediate like they immediately were like like that person that person is is honest <laughs> like i was so quick like because everyone's always but, like you know I, it's okay <laughs> everyone's always like i just want a healthy baby i don't care like no i, mean, I know deep down inside <laughs> I mean, I think that, of course, we all want to have healthy children for sure. Yeah, but, but when you, you know, a mat, you have to think about like, what do you imagine when you like see yourself with a child? You know, yeah. what, what's the very first natural instinct that comes to mind? Um, and and I think that would be different for everybody. Yeah, but it's like be careful what you wish for because you know you might think you want something and then you get it and like you know it's a brat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think gender necessarily would make a difference oh, no, in that yeah. case, but yeah. I mean, like obviously this person when they had their kid, it loves, love, of loves course. their son. Um and there's that's nothing wrong evident. with admitting like, hey, I, I wanted a girl. Like but yeah. But I think like for me personally, if I had children, I would probably just lean closer towards having a girl just because I am a girl. So right. I know I kind of know what I'd be getting into. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like you tend to be closer with like the same gender parent, depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, everybody's different, but yeah. um, 
but yeah that would be very interesting to see like the outtakes the blooper reel if it were you know (laughs) of the sad face you know moms and dads or you know parents out there yeah that would be interesting that would be interesting yeah Um, well that was a that was a good topic yeah that was it yeah yeah something like to something to, some to think about you know Very, something to think about yeah i'm surprised how like recent the green uh green the pink and blue thing was because i i thought it went back like pretty old, far, old, older yeah it's hard to tell like a long time ago because everything was black and white so it's like i guess yeah. it didn't really matter as much you know back then and reading that now i think it like me you know I, you know, everyone's entitled to decorate their baby room however they want or whatever. But I feel like I would do that same thing where I would be like, you know, if I if I were having a kid, I'd be like, if someone asked what the gender was, I'm like, you know, we're just going to keep it to us just because if people are really that pressed about it and like we're feeling the need to identify that quickly and so much more, like that's that says something. I feel like, you know, let, let them just be them, you know? Yeah. Let them or, let them do them. Tell them it's the other gender than what it is, and then like <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just let let the child just you do you, you know, and then yeah. it's a baby. Find out in, you'll find out in time, you know. <laughs> you I know? have to wipe its ass so it doesn't. Really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the color blue, you know. Um, oh, and then don't forget. I remember, like, I don't know if this is much of a thing now, but like when we were younger, if, if like they didn't know the gender, it was all yellow. You could only get yellow. Yeah. And yellow. I, I wasn't a fan green. of the yellow. Yeah. It was depends like, on the yellow shade. It really does. You know, depends. Yeah, that's can true. Too bright, you know, can be too bright, can be too. Yeah. Too. Like okay, green is a good color. That was a neutral color. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just like, you know, find it, find an article of clothing that you think looks cute and let's just you know if it fits yeah (laughs) Yeah, seriously you probably want the easiest access thing that you can just like well that's why the dress thing made sense you know yeah like the whole changing the diaper thing yeah you know for sure but uh does your topic have anything to do with (laughs) uh nothing any of that (laughs) but um, I decided since it's close to Christmas, I would do it like a Christmas Eve. Oh, good. Cause I did a Christmas theme one last year and I was like, should I, should I do it again? But I'm glad you're doing it for oh, me. Oh, good. Good. Actually, I think I, some of I it thought might... about the whole Japan thing with the Burger King the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Like so actually it's kind of related to that. I'm, I'm, I am doing weird Christmas traditions around the world. Okay. And I was like, I even like looked up our last your topic is I was like I hope it wasn't the same thing she did but you just did more just I like did a where, list where they came from right um I did like odd um holiday because I think that there were some Hanukkah related things in there yeah. too like, and I remember you talked holiday like, you talked about like the Starbucks cup and stuff and yeah yeah that like, was good it was just yeah. essentially holiday topics okay so yeah traditions so this is totally different so go okay, for it cool I'm well like- so you know obviously america we have plenty of our own what people would probably think are weird traditions but it oh yeah um sounds like everyone around the world kind of has like their own version of things that they do or traditions on christmas um so austria has um he and this has become kind of more popular in america as well um they have krampus which is okay, a yeah. 
half goat, half demon. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of like, a, like, I guess an assistant or a partner with, with Santa Claus. And he comes out to scare the kids into behaving and he gives the bad kids coal. Um, okay. He, so they, in, in a lot of places in Europe and um, I think even in the U.S., they celebrate uh, the the feast of Saint Nicholas on either the fifth or the sixth of December. Okay, and that's um, when a lot of these things happen in other countries. So they that's when they say that um, Krampus, like Krampus will out. come out and get yeah. you. Yeah, and he's got that's like confused with the movie that came out a few years. Yeah, ago. actually, I'm glad I saw that. Didn't <laughs> did we see that together? I think we did. I think yeah. we were rather excited to see it too. Yeah, it was actually pretty. I thought it was pretty good, but I'm glad I saw it because I was like, okay, I I know what to picture because otherwise I'd be like. And also, like, a, there's an episode of The Office where Dwight, of course, dresses up like something, um, but I think that his family is supposed to be Dutch. I think. And it's something okay. very similar to Krampus, but I don't know if it's the same. Yeah. And it's called Belschnickel. I think that's what it is. Oh, okay. Interestingly enough, it actually, um, they think that it might predate Christianity. Like, oh, that's cool. The pagans. Well, so, I've heard things like that. Like, for example, I, uh, the even like the red on Santa's suit is apparently like tied to pagan stuff too. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's religions like to borrow from each other i've heard that they do that because it makes it easier when they like do that when they like take over or do a transition oh historically they adopt things you know it's just something that you they're already used to so then you kind of like recycle it into there okay i don't know if that's true probably makes sense um so you'll like this one in venezuela they so they have a week of mass before leading up to Christmas. Okay. Um, and because they have to go every day, um, they actually will roller skate to the service. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I um I couldn't really figure out why exactly. There were some that this said faster. Well, yeah, faster, and that like it, it's kind of the equivalent to like sledding, I guess. Or okay. And then another interesting thing was. A, a tradition that goes with this is that children will tie a string to their big toe and hang the other side of the string out their window and the skaters will somehow tug on it as they skate by <laughs> ow i know i like, think that would hurt <laughs> i i think it was like a way to wake them up or something um and this okay. was in the capital of uh caracas in venezuela okay and it's so popular there that they actually close the roads till, um, you know, in the morning. To open up for the, yeah, to keep for it the skaters. Safe. That but is like, so I cool. Could, I have I got to look in, pictures I, of this up. Yeah, I could get into this. Uh, I could get into that if my church was, you know, close enough to skate too, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be quite, quite, quite a trick. Oh my God, we'd be dead. <laughs> that, would take, that would take a little while to get there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that was one of my, one of my favorites, but um, in Catalonia, Spain, they decorate a log. Um, they put a little face on it and then they feed it, you know, quote unquote, uh, snacks like pieces of fruit and candy. And then on Christmas, they, they beat it with a stick until it poops out presents. 
Um, now I was very confused by this. I thought they were talking about like a pinata type situation, but I think it's kind of the way we put everything under a tree. They they put the presence from the pictures I saw. They they the log is there, like kind of laying there with his little face, and then they put a blanket <laughs> on the they put a blanket halfway over it, and then the presents are under put under the blanket. And then like a kid or something will hit it a few times and then the parents will like take the blanket off and be like, look, it pooped out these. <laughs> now, presents. where is this? This is in Spain. In, okay. in Cat Catalon Catalonia. Um, and they sing this song that basically translates to, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm looking at pictures of this too. Yeah. This is, this is, it's kind of cute. I know, right? <laughs> like a little hat can you imagine being a child and thinking like a, a, a tree shit this present out <laughs> <laughs> that's nice okay yeah i mean i mean i the more I, I looked at it i was like it's really very similar you know it's a tree almost it's just you know there well, is i know a that there's like the similar. dessert like the christmas log dessert yeah that's that's what i was thinking i don't think they're related but maybe okay um yeah but um and then in greenland this is a real a real yummy one here um they no i shouldn't judge because who knows what they think of what we do but uh they eat something called mutak mutak m-u-t-t-a-k which okay. is raw whale skin and then they um so that's one thing they eat for on Christmas. And then there's something called a kiviak, which is a small bird that has been wrapped in seal skin. They bury the bird for several months and then eat its decomposing flesh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, everybody has different taste buds. Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever you need to keep the tradition going. <laughs> Um, in Guatemala, they have a belief that e it, um, evil lurks in dirt and uncleanliness. So they have what's called La Quema del Diablo, which is the burning of the devil, where they gather all their trash and they burn it um, under the effigy of a devil, which I actually, I, I think that would be very useful. I could burn some trash, <laughs> <laughs> even though I guess it's not really good for the environment, but yeah Definitely, you know get rid of some some stuff <laughs> yeah um in ukraine they um decorate trees with artificial spider webs for good luck i've heard of that yeah and spiders too like plastic spiders yep yeah and it came from the tale of a woman who could not afford decorations and then they... <laughs> sorry so sorry <laughs> Are you looking at one of the videos of the log? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up the Christmas traditions right now when you say them. <laughs> You're going to have a visual. <laughs> and like a video just like popped up. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. So it came from the tale of a woman who could not afford decorations. And she woke up uh, with a beautiful spider web around the tree. And it's, you know, it was like the, it's kind of like Charlotte's web and it, it decorated, Charlotte decorated the tree for her. <laughs> That was one of the very first uh, chapter books I ever read. I, yeah, I remember Charlotte's Web. That was a real tearjerker, they said. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
anyway, in Portugal, they have a Christmas feast called Cansada and they set out extra plates for the dead. And sometimes they even leave like crumbs for them, like as a, like a respect thing, which I feel like we do that too, not the crumbs, but I feel like don't sometimes people leave like an extra plate or something to represent. Well, I know that we do that during Dia de los Muertos, but that's more like around Halloween. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe in weddings or something, maybe not a plate, but like, I don't know, a candle or something. But um, in Italy, they have, uh, instead of Santa Claus, they have La Befana, a witch who delivers presents. Yeah, I've heard of that one too. Yeah. So that's like a, more of like a Venice thing, I think, too. Yeah, it just it just said Italy. So maybe more, yeah, in certain areas of Italy. But um, the legend is that she was invited um, to join the three wise men to see baby Jesus, but she said she was too busy. Um, so because she missed Naturally. him, yeah, she's got shit to do. <laughs> um, but because she was too busy, you know, with whatever she had to do, um, she, every Christmas she searches for him and drops presents in the meantime, I guess. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> yes. It's interesting, like how a, a, a witch got thrown into, you the know, three wise men Bible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, oh, this is an interesting one. In the Czech Republic, unmarried um, women will stand with their back to their door of their house and they throw a pair of shoes over their shoulder. Um, if, the, if the shoes land with the toes facing the door, they will be married in one year. And if the heel is facing the door, they will remain single for that year. Um, because apparently that's all that women care about. <laughs> Yeah, not like <laughs> education or yeah, job or. <laughs> it's like th this shoe will determine my future. <laughs> I'm like, you know, if, if if you see shoes hanging here, that usually means like a drug deal is going on. <laughs> but anyway, um, in Germany, um, on the night of December 5th, children leave their shoes outside of their bedroom. And there's lots of different variations of this, but basically the good kids will get candy and, and different things, snacks put in their shoes and the bad kids will just get a stick. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully you don't get a stick in your shoe. And then I've also heard, you know, they uh, use like, or, you know, the, I think in the Netherlands or somewhere they use clogs and, you know, different, like I said, different variations. Uh-huh. Um, and also in Germany, and I think this is kind of common to America as well, is they will um, hide a pickle in a tree. Well, pickle. My mom does that. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. But it's, um, it's, that's why like when you like go to like, like Christmas themed places and you see ornaments, you'll see a pickle ornament. Yeah. And so whoever finds it, they get to get good luck. I find it every year. I'm telling you. I really do. You're probably the only one who looks for it. <laughs> no, she makes like a big spectacle about, well, not a big spectacle, but she's like, all right, everybody try and see if you can find the pickle. Aww, that's <laughs> and cute. Then she, she gave me a pickle ornament too. So I have like the same one, but like there's really, obviously this year, there's no one to look for it. Oh, you can, you can see if, if your, if your hubby can find it. <laughs> no, you should like set a timer and make it a little challenging. 
have them wear a blind, uh, blindfold too. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Spain, they wear red underwear on New Year's Eve. All right. Um, not really sure why. Uh, Probably good luck. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of colors, I feel like all of these are like related to good luck. Yeah. Hey, you know if it if it works. If it works, yeah. More power to you. I'll try it myself. Um, and then they even started uh, what's called La Font de la Figuera. It's a small town. Um, has a run where they only wear red underwear in oh in very cold weather yeah interesting okay i feel like i've seen that here in the states but like more around valentine's day where people oh yeah i've seen that Mm -hmm. yeah that is true i have like oh my god they must be so cold Uh (laughs) i mean that's really february like like. an uh, an undie run or something yeah yeah Yeah, i've definitely seen that no thank you (laughs) i know Um, (laughs) really cold yeah oh my god it's, it's kind of like when they do like the, what's the one where they go into the water when it's the really- polar bear plunge. Yeah. Yeah. At least that, uh, well, maybe the other thing. I think for- that's for charity. Yeah. Yeah. That's for a good cause. But um, in Iceland, they have uh, a Yule cat, which is this giant cat that supposedly comes out at Christmas time. Um, okay. it, <laughs> it started as a way to, uh, as an incentive for farmers Basically, they were told that um, if you work hard, you'll get new clothes. And if you don't, you'll get eaten by the cat. <laughs> a giant cat, perhaps? Yes, the giant cat. I mean, that would probably work for me. I, I wouldn't want to get eaten by a cat. <laughs> hey, it's always the cat, man. They're scary. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe there were some mountain lions running around. Maybe it was based on something. Um, in South Africa, they eat, uh, fried caterpillars, um, but these aren't just regular caterpillars. These are, uh, what are called pine tree emperor moths, and they are very, uh, very colorful and very, um, they, I would say they're kind of Christmassy. They're, uh, it looks like kind of more of an orange, maybe a red color and, um, like yellow and green. Um, so yeah, they're, I guess they kind of associate that with uh, Christmas colors. Mm, excuse me. Um, in Sweden, um, this is really cute. Every Christmas, families in Sweden will watch Donald Duck at 3 p.m. And <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> very specific. It's because um, basically, when the um, in the 1960s, when TVs were first uh, like coming out and available in Sweden, they only had two channels. And one of them played Disney cartoons, I guess, okay. this time. So it just became this thing where they associated the two with one another. And now it's, now it's, it's a, stuck. Uh, now, yeah, now it's a tradition. And then uh, last but not least in New Zealand, they have this really cool tree um, called the, gosh, it's going to be a tough one. <laughs> Pohu Sounded out. Tukawa. Pohu Tukawa tree. It's, it's, it's like, a, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's a tree, <laughs> but it has like these, <laughs> how to describe it, <laughs> it's a tree. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's got some limbs. <laughs> it's a tree. 
I was like, I was about to go into it. And I was like, oh God, this is going to sound so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's more like maybe more tr like tropical, like that you would find. It's only found in New Zealand, um, but okay. it has like, these bright red um, like buds or flowers. Um, they do kind of look like pine needles. Um, so they are kind of like, that's their version of the Christmas treat. Um, or it's kind of like one of their recognized. Yeah, because like people can't possibly just have pine trees all over the world, right? Yeah. Like for for their quote Christmas tree, and like, do do people even do that? Do people have Christmas trees everywhere? Probably not. Like yeah, I don't think so. I think Christmas. that's more of an American thing. I don't know. That's a good question, though. I think a lot of people do like the shoe thing or the log. You know, that's always. That's always an option. The pooping log. I still haven't gotten a Christmas tree. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen at this point. Well, We've got like what, eight days? Well, apparently in my fiance's uh, family, it's tradition to wait to the last minute and get a $20 tree. Oh, <laughs> like, are they really only 20 bucks? <laughs> apparently. Or, or, you know, cheaper, I guess. I thought that they would be more expensive. Like that episode of Shit's Creek. You know, where they like are the day before Christmas, they're trying to get a Christmas tree and the guy is like, it's marked up price. <laughs> like it was like a hundred dollars or something like that. <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's crazy. You, you wouldn't think that like in your mind, you're like a Christmas tree won't cost that much. But then when you go and it, it is like straight up like a hundred bucks, you're like for this. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is a whole entire tree. Oh, apparently it's from uh, Germany. The Christmas, Christmas tree according to this history.com thing it goes back to the symbolic use of evergreens in ancient egypt and rome and continues with the german tradition of candlelit christmas trees now there's a freaking sign up for inside history newsletter no thank you <laughs> <laughs> candlelit christmas trees first brought to america in the 1800s huh, interesting i can't even imagine putting a candle on a christmas tree either like Oh my God, that's that would be so scared. But I mean, like the Christmas trees have caused so many fires, you know, and yeah. Christmas lights in general. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, this is also before um, Christianity. Oh, ancient peoples hung evergreen bows over their doors and windows. Well, we still do that. Oh, uh, it, um, in many countries, it was believed that evergreens would keep away witches, ghosts, evil spirits, and illness. Of course. Naturally. Uh-huh. <laughs> many people believe that the sun was a god and that winter came every year because the sun god had become sick and weak. Oh, interesting. They celebrated the solstice because it meant that at last the sun god would begin to get well evergreen bows reminded them of all the green plants that would grow again when the sun god was strong and summer would return makes sense okay all right i'm following the logic here huh. that is interesting was that the end of your list um i thought i had one more because there was another one where they would um I can't remember what country it was but they would um basically hide their brooms christmas eve because they thought uh witches would come and fly on them <laughs> they thought evil spirits were coming uh-huh um so that was another one but i can't remember where that was how dare you how dare. <laughs> you had one job 
I did some. <laughs> oh yeah, my, my sources were um, the Wonderlust and of course oh, I've gone on Wikipedia. Of course. Um, oh, oh, and they also had the, the one you talked about last list, time. List 25? No, um, <laughs> the, uh, the KFC tradition in Japan. Oh, it's KFC? I thought it was Burger King. Uh, nope. KFC. Okay. Unless, well, maybe both. I don't know. They like um, have to put in their order like weeks in advance. Yeah. Right? They like make reservations. <laughs> and then I think they pick it up. Yeah. You know, like how like people like stand in line at Whole Foods here for their turkey. Right. <laughs> oh, it was so uh, Norway where they would hide the brooms. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. that's really awesome. But I mean, like, it's so funny how things are like relative you know like yeah like one thing will seem so straight like even just food you know one thing will seem so out there for us because we've never done it before but then they are thinking the same thing about us right they're like you put you bring a tree into your house there's a great jim gaffigan thing about that you know where he's like it sounds like something a drunk person would do (laughs) you know i'm gonna bring a tree inside and then i'm gonna light i'm gonna put my lights outside you know like, <laughs> i can't remember it exactly yeah. but he tried to crawl down the chimney or <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that uh so when we come back it will be what it will it be, be the new year no it will be new year's eve <gasps> our next episode will be we'll be raining in the new year together <laughs> yeah um and we'll see how many more monoliths there are um yeah we'll have to keep like a counter by december if anybody, 31st uh, if anybody wants to add any or see have seen any that we didn't talk about just shoot us an email oh, yeah for sure or if you have any information on it maybe you helped you know deliver it <laughs> hey, it could be anybody they could, could be, be any, it could be any anybody yeah that's for sure yeah. all right Peace out. See you guys later. Bye.